Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. If you're listening to this right now, this is the Willing to Go Ham Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Randy Savage. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, dig it. I'm just playing. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, this is the Willing to Go Ham Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Willingham. Today, we're going to delve into a couple topics today, starting with uh, Mr. Drizzy Drake. Uh, putting himself in the friend zone and completely playing himself and uh, my opinion of the friend zone and how it should be handled. Uh, Also, the state of Kansas has now passed a law prohibiting cops from doing blank. Oh, and also another story as well regarding a woman who went to jail for going a little overboard after just one date. So with that being said, oh, and I'm also going to do some mailbag questions as well. Uh, Most of these, they're actually all sports related too. Well, a couple of them are. Um, anyways, do me a huge favor, guys. Please hit that like button or hit the uh, five star rating button. Leave it. Please leave a kind comment. Say what you want to say. You can. You want to say the podcast sucks. You can go ahead and say that, man. That's a okay with me. Uh, oh, also, uh, hit that subscribe button if you would. Please, please be kind to your boy. So, without further ado, this is the One to Go Ham Podcast. Let's go. Drizzy Drake, Drizzy Aubrey Graham, Drake, you know, I love Drake, but I think there are more people out in the world who love Drake more than I do. That's a given, especially seeing a bunch of dudes quote his lyrics and, uh, and, and they probably feel like they're, you know, Drake used to have me feeling some type of way, pause, as far as like, I'd be like, man, you know what? He's right. Drake is so right. But as of late, I'm not, I don't connect with the, oh, the woe was me, Drake, or the I'm going to let my woman rule over me, Drake, or the I'm lonely, I miss my girl, Drake, or the I'm so heartbroken, Drake. I don't I don't resonate with him at all. I would much rather him go back to, you know, the old him. But I don't want to tempt him if you get that reference. Probably don't. Anyways, so Drake... I guess in 2016, there, there was the uh, I, I, never, I, I don't watch award shows anymore, but I guess he was at the VMAs. And I, I, I do remember hearing about this, that uh, he professes love to Rihanna on stage. And um, Rihanna took the compliment. But like since then, like they really didn't work together. Like I don't think Drake and Rihanna, they haven't worked together since work. <laughs> the irony in that they haven't worked, 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 worked. <laughs> I'm stupid. Anyways, they, they they haven't worked together since then. And I guess a lot of people were figuring out what happened. So I guess Rihanna came out in a interview and said that her and Drake are no longer friends and that she felt uncomfortable with how he professes love to her. So then I thought to myself, so all that shit Drake was talking about. He just released a song. What was the song called? The one that's like nice for what? I think that's what it's called. But so yeah, nice for what? Now, if you guys have noticed this, what Drake is doing, okay, Drake makes women feel some sort of way. He makes them feel entire, you know, empowered and strong and bougie. Like Drake can make a chick who's a sit who's a six feel like a nine. Like that's how that's how powerful this man's words are. Like I'm sure that there have been women who are who have been contemplating leaving their husbands for Drake if the opportunity presented itself, but. It's just, you know, and Drake is every girl's man. That's every girl's bae. That's every girl's. They, they use a word now called uh, zaddy. 
Dre's everyone's zaddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, Drake is not your zaddy. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, Drake's made a name for himself making women feel this way, right? To say, hey, you're better than that. You deserve better. But, like, these women could also be trash, too. You know what I mean? Like, Drake, and then when he came out with that song, Nice for What? Nice for what to these, you know what I'm saying? Nice for what? Yeah, you want to be nice. That's how relationships, like, that's how it works. You can't just be bougie. That's how you lose out. And, like, what what ends up happening is it creates a cycle. It creates a cycle of just bull. There's more BS. So now Drake is in the – Rihanna didn't even friend zone Drake. She just zoned him because she said that they're not friends. Like, it's one thing when when a woman, you know, when she declines your advances, but then, like, you're not friends anymore. See, this is why, and if I have any guys out there, all my good guys, huddle up. Here, get in the huddle. Huddle up. All right, here's the play. Check this out. This is why, if you're in the friend zone and you don't want to be there, don't stay there. Do not stay in the friend zone. Drake, Rihanna did Drake a favor. Kinda. Although I think the differences between Drake and the normal average man is that Drake, I'm willing to bet my life that Drake, he hit Rihanna. Like this is, I think he did, but she, she friends on him. But this is for all the dudes out there who are in the friend zone currently right now. Look, what sense does it make for you to be in the friend zone with someone you don't want to be in the friend zone with? Example, you like a girl. This is also for women too. You like somebody and you decide to settle to be their friend. Now, how how hard is it for that person to sit there and talk about how, oh man, like I, I wish that, you know, I wish I had a person that would do this for me, but he or she doesn't do this for me. And you're thinking to yourself, yo, that could be me. Like that, that that's me. It makes to me, it's never made sense. And it just hit me like this year. It makes zero sense. To be in the friend zone like you can get out there the only way to get the friend zone like they can't you can't be in the friend zone if they're not your friend now i'm of the belief that i can have plutonic relationships with with beautiful women i do um all of all of my female friends are gorgeous like they're all all of them are very pretty but i've never i've never thought to really like take it to that next level and even if i wanted to at this point i think it's not it's never too late but I, I just don't want to do that. I got my my mind settled on other things and trying to make things complicated. It, it's not that's not how it goes. But if if I'm interested in a woman and I meet her and she decides to friend zone me, well, I'm just not going to be a friend anymore. Like my life was good with you, or it was good without you before. It'll be better without you, or it'll be the same whether you're whether you're there or not. You know, it, it makes it makes no sense because then you sit there and you look like a sucker and you're pandering to this person. And you're hoping and pleading and you're like, maybe if I just wait this out, maybe 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 there's a hope that they'll see how good of a. No, that's not. No, this is not a <laughs> this is not a this is not a TV show. This is not a teen drama. OK, with a with a with a character where you think that the person you like is going to come to their senses and then. like, Oh, you know what? It's been you all along. Right. 
You start liking the person in season one, and then it takes until season eight to figure out that you're the one for them. And then you kiss, you live happy, happily ever after, and you hold hands. No, that's not how it happens at all. Oh, my gosh. People just keep texting me during my... <laughs> It's, it's like it's like on my laptop too. I was on. I had a good point, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop this. So, anyways, doesn't make any sense at all to be friends with someone who you don't want to be friends with, or to be friends with someone that you have feelings for, because then you're just setting yourself up for more heartbreak. You're setting yourself up for more problems, and then you're wondering why didn't why won't why won't they pick me? Why won't he pick me? Why won't she pick me? You know, what did I do wrong? Is it something? And then you 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 create a tunnel vision of that person when like you're missing out on other opportunities. Again, this is not a Netflix TV series. Like we gotta get real with ourselves. And as a matter of fact, I'm I'm a designate this more towards to more towards the guys, more towards uh, the fellas. Because we tend to find ourselves, I found myself in plenty of friend zone situations, and I was sometimes I was miserable. I was I was miserable. I was like, yo, like, what am I doing wrong? And then I thought to myself, you know what? She'll come to her senses, and I'll be right there to swoop her off her feet, or maybe I hope her dude treats her like crap, and then I, I'll be right there to catch her. Well, when the dude ends up treating her like shit, oh my god. God, people just love to ruin my podcast. Anyways, so like you think the dude's just going to treat her like shit and then like she falls, right? But then out of nowhere, she has a she has a, a Spider-Man web slinger and it pulls herself right back up. And you're like, oh, I thought I had you. Then she goes right back up to that dude. OK, fellas, the friend zone should not make sense if you're attracted to someone enough to where you're like, yo, I think I might love this person. First of all, get a mental eval because you don't you shouldn't love someone like at least at least like if you've been friends. Got to get that out the way early, because I think that women tend to put dudes in the friend zone who don't match the qualities of the guy that they I heard. I heard this somewhere that they you you don't match the qualities like you're there like spiritually. You're there like as a, as a shoulder to cry on versus the guy that the, that that she's going for. You know what I'm saying? Like you're that guy. You're the you're the go-to, and you're and you're giving all the advice. You're spilling all the tea. You're spilling all. You're giving all the advice, and you think to yourself, you're feeling great about that. You're like, yeah, I'm being helpful. Nah, bro, you're being harmful because now you can't do. You can't. The advice you're giving now, she knows all this, and it's like at the end of the day, even if a guy does treat a woman bad, like she's gonna go back to him and. You know, she'll come. Here's the thing. She'll come to you. And this is happening like from personal experience. And I'm sure this is I'm just making these scenarios up as well as, as I go along. She'll come to you and she'll say, you know, she'll say, oh, man, he's a horrible guy. He's a jerk. And you're going to sit there and agree with her. Yeah. You know, he is a jerk for sure. And you're like, I hope she breaks up with him so she can get with me. But then she'll be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with him. And she'll leave your she'll leave your place. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I'm this much closer to getting with her. Well, little do you know, she actually went back to the dude's place, didn't even talk about the problems that she has with this dude. They ended up watching Netflix. They're chilling. He smashes, busts a nut on her forehead. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's graphic. She, she wipes it off. 
to go back to watching Netflix. And then like after that, like it's like nothing happened. And then you see her the next day with the dude. You're like, yo, I thought you were done. And she's like, oh no, we just worked things out. Yeah, he worked things out all right. For sure. Like that, 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 like that's that's how it always goes. So, fellas, don't be suckers. Now, the difference is with Drake is that Drake can come. Drake is probably going to end up with some chick that's better than Rihanna. I, I personally don't think Rihanna's all that. That's just my opinion. Like, I think she's a great artist, but I, I, I'm not. I'm not really attracted to Rihanna like that. I'm sorry. Like, she's cool, but you know, she's not on my. She's she wouldn't be on my radar as far as like hotness goes. And it shouldn't matter because I'm just. I'm just an. You know what? Actually, it should matter. No, it, it doesn't matter. Because Rihanna's just a person. I look at every celebrity as just a person. But they just happen to have their life scrutinized to a T now. So don't fall for that simp shit, man. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Drake Drake took the nice guy route. So you know what that means? He took the nice guy route. Got played. Got rejected. So you know this new album's about to come with some fire, man. You know this new album's about to come with some heat. You know he's, he's about to bring some flames to this. And uh, he might make some bonus tracks for all. And then that's when Drake is then going to sh- the, the, the paradigm is going to shift now to where Drake is telling a woman it's OK to feel special. It's OK to feel great. And then he's going to shift the, the the tides will turn and then Drake will turn more towards the guy perspective and be like, you don't need that girl. You don't need that girl. And a dude will be in his, a dude will be in his uh, in his room. Uh, most likely in his whitey tighties or something, sitting there saying, I don't need that girl. I don't need that. Because that's how I think most Drake fans are. I think most Drake fans are, male Drake fans are, are pretty extreme at this point, especially when they quote him all the time. And that's no disrespect if you're a huge male Drake fan. I'm just I'm just making light of the joke. I'm, I'm, I'm just making jokes, okay? I'm sorry. People, man, man, well, you, know, you may say, listen to the Drake is soft, but I'll still beat your ass. Look, man, it's not even that serious, okay? Relax. Relax. I've seen plenty of tweets about dudes talking about that. I may be a Drake fan, but I'll still whoop your ass, though. Don't let that fool you, dog. And then look, I'm not. I'm just playing. But I think it's cool to see Drake. You know, Drake's gonna turn around. Uh, matter of what song was that when he said, "Ah, uh, man, he says something and something and thankful page. I never be a reason that a beep got you know." That a that a bitch got paid. Like I can't remember what that what song that was. I don't even know why I, I censored myself. That was a horrible censor. But that's the Drake I miss, man. That's the Drake I miss. You know, club and hard fucking women ain't much to do. Like that's the Drake. I'm not trying to hear no NFLshop.com. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that Drake. I'm not trying to hear no, you know, cups of the rose. Yeah. If that you love some. I'm a horrible singing, I know. I know you still think of. I ain't trying to hear that, man. I'm tired of that. This is 2018, dude. These Drake has gassed these women's head up for so long now. It's time that Drake makes an anthem for men to say, we run this. Like Denzel said, you just live here. You just live here. And then they said that, oh man, God. <laughs> I pictured Drake in the in the in the training day outfit that Denzel had on. Oh man. Um oh yeah, and then they said like I, I think they said Drake and he unfollowed Rihanna on because you know what that means? Whenever whenever you unfollow somebody or you block somebody, that means they got power over you. That means that you can't even fathom the you can't look at them and 
have a, a damn conniption. You just freak out. You just, you, your body just spazzes out. That's what that means. So Rihanna must have put some type of juju on that guy. And juju on that Drake. Juju on that Drake. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But um, yo, fellas, nice guys. All my nice guys out there. There's a difference between being a nice guy and a good guy. See, a nice guy would do will go out of his way for a woman that he's not with. Now that's okay if you're doing this for you know a close friend of yours. Or you're it's okay if you're doing this for a friend who's a female who happens to be attractive, but you're like, you know what? I'm not trying to go, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to, you know, I, I'm not gonna go there with her because you're just you've been much better friends. Now, night where nice guys fall is when you go out of your way and do things like, oh, I don't know, go to a club and pick a woman up, you know, from the club when she should be calling the dude who's rotting her down, who's giving, you know, who's pounding that, you know, or you know. Uh, you know, going out of your way and doing these things, you're getting nothing. You're not being compensated, whether it's sexually or fiscally. Like, that's just my belief. Because I ran into that multiple times, and I'm like, yo, what am I doing? The situation hasn't isn't getting any better. Like, I just seen an episode of Lizzie McGuire, and this dude, Gordo, he got, he got Lizzie at the end because he caught her when she was vulnerable. Why can't I get lit? Then it hit me. Quit the simp shit, man, and you're good to go. <laughs> That's it. I can control myself. I can have multiple beautiful female friends, all of which who, I mean, honestly, if I'm saying it on the podcast, all of which I would most definitely, in the words of Bill Clinton, I would have sexual relations with all my female friends. <laughs> I, I would most definitely do it in a heartbeat. I would, but I'm not. Okay, but all you other chicks, if I just meet you for the first time and you say, uh, well, we should just be friends. And I'll say, peace. Get out my face. I don't want to be a friend no more. I ain't trying to be your friend. I ain't get into this to be your friend. Okay, I ain't buy you all these drinks to be your friend. I didn't buy you this dinner to be your friend. Matter of fact, I think there was a case in KC where. A dude took a woman out on a date and she said, let's just be friends. And he tried to turn her into Swiss cheese, bro. It's, it's serious, man. And that goes on both ends, too, fellas or women. You know, if you're attracted to a dude, and he's just like, which I don't see dudes friends. It, 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 I'm sure it's happened. But I think it's more likely that a woman will make a habit of friend zoning dudes than a dude will make a habit of friend zoning women unless he's not a Unless he's gay or he's not attracted to him. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. That's the only thing I could think of, man. So, fellas, get yourself out the friend zone. Because here's the thing. If Drake is getting friend zoned, bro, believe me, you will get friend zoned too. And, again, this isn't for the, for, for the you know, for the advanced, you know, the advanced brothers out there that, man, I ain't trying to be friends with no female. I ain't never been no friend. No, this is for the dudes out there, man, who you're, you're, you're in a situation if you're attracted to a chick, man, this is just my opinion. If you're attracted to a woman and you like her, and she's trying, you've been friend, you're her, you're her friend, and all you can think about is, ah, man, I'm trying to get with her. It's probably not going to happen unless you're on a white teen. There it goes again. Unless you're on a white teen drama show like Lizzie McGuire or Degrassi or uh, Friends. How I Met Your Mother is also an interpretation that. I think is not accurate at all. 
Okay, but it's Ted. Well, the difference is Ted actually hit Robin. Then Robin friend-zoned him. Then she ended up with Barney. Then Ted ended up with the chicken from the bakery. And then he dumped her for Robin. Like, it was just all kinds of dumb, crazy stuff, man. And then he ends up with Robin at the end. Spoiler alert. But the friend zone is a is a very is a very dark, gruesome place that nobody wants to be in. So with that being said, if you're in the friend zone, or if you want to be in the friend zone, if you want to be a lap dog, you go ahead and do that. But you, you, there's more to life than just being friends with someone that you're desperately trying to get their, you know, seek their attention and approval from. Get off that, man. No. Oh my God, no! I love him so much. I just want to love him so much. That's it. And if he doesn't like it, then I'll go home and I'll love my ex-boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? The point of love is to keep giving it. That's the math equation. It's love equals 3.3, which is infinity, times E equals MC squared, which is light. Light is forever. L equals three. L, if love was a number, it would be three. So it's infinity times light, which is also infinity. So it's just forward, forever forward. And if you're selfish, you can't understand that. Because you want something in return. He's not- Woo! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you just heard that, that is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Insane. Insane. This is the story. And it, it and the title is this. Woman accused of stalking. Sending man 65,000 texts. Wait for it. After one date, <laughs> one date, one date, 65,000 text messages after not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not a hundred, not a thousand, not 10,000, not 50,000, not even six, 65,000. Text messages. This dude must have... Yo, did he hit? That didn't say that in the report. I want to know if he hit or not. Honestly, and if you see the video, the video's on uh, it's on ABC. Uh, this woman looks deranged and crazy. Like She looks like she chases squirrels, sucks their blood out, and then just like leaves their carcasses all over the street. This chick is into some witchcraft. So here's the story. I'm reading, I'm reading this from abc7.com. Uh, police arrested 31-year-old Jacqueline Adis after finding her in, the par- in a Paradise Valley man's bathtub. According to investigators, she had met the guy online about a year ago, but she won't leave him alone. Court documents say that Miss Adis sent the victim 500 messages a day. <laughs> 500. Did he hit? They never talked about them in the report. Did he hit? <laughs> which included disturbing ones like I want to wear your body parts and bathe in your blood what officers say they found a butcher knife in her car when she was most recently arrested on charges threatening and st- of stalking and harassment she's now in jail with no bond yeah no bond no shit I wouldn't bond her out no kind of way we don't need people like that in society okay but I still want to know. I've been asking like three times, almost two to three times now. This is probably my third. Did he hit? And if he did, what 
did he do? I mean, they were online dating. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to delete. I have the Bumble app on my phone as we speak. As we speak. And uh, check this out. As, as I'm talking, I'm deleting it. Yeah, done. No more Bumble. I'm done after that. I cannot online date. I don't know what the hell got 500 text messages a day. Hold on, let, let me let me do the math real quick. So 65,000 text messages, okay? 65,000. Yo, so for 130 days straight, this dude got over 500 text messages. Like, what? Really? 500? 65,000 text messages. Then she says she wants to bathe in his blood. Like that, that, and, and, the, and the whole, she made up, the, first of all, that math equation she made up is straight BS. There is no math equation for love. Now she said something about, um, you know, you don't always get or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember what she said in that quote. Uh, let, let me go ahead. Let me play that quote back real quick because it just sounds completely nuts to me. About what she said. Hey, this, this is it again. Replaying it. It's love equals 3.3, which is infinity, times E equals MC squared, which is light. Light is forever. L equals three. L. If love was a number, it would be three. So it's infinity times light, which is also infinity. So it's just forward, forever forward. And if you're selfish, you can't understand that because you want something in return. He's so the L actually stands for lunatic, which is what you are. Love is not infinity. Like 3.3, how in the world, who's her, what they need to do is go back and go back in her records, find out who her math teacher is, and slap the hell out of her math teacher. She's in there trying to learn multiplication, addition, parabolas. No, man, she's in there making up some stupid ass, <laughs> some stupid math equation about love. That's desperate, man. That That is desperate. That That is huge. For de desperation for love is to me that's insane, and I think that's what we that's what we seek in society now, man. Like we've resorted to online dating. We don't know. We don't even know these people. I'm not gonna lie. I've gotten into some crazy, crazy online dates. I don't want to go through it with the rigmarole, but I did anyway. And um, yeah, that that's just nuts. Like, if you watch the video, you're going to think to yourself, yo, this woman needs some help. And there's a reason why she's not. She doesn't have bond. No one wants her out. And I, I, I'd kill her. It's 500 text messages a day. I'd kill, I would kill you. Like, <laughs> that would drop. But what I want to know is, why didn't this guy block her? I mean, it's modern day age now. It's modern now. So you can block someone. Unless he might have he been liking the attention. Or if he's like me. See, I tend to troll, but like it's fun getting attention. But when you, it's different when you get attention from five hundred different people. But you got five hundred text messages from one individual. What? How? How? See, this is why I was always taught this as a child. I think my uncle or my dad taught me this, but. You should never fall in love. See, it's, it's okay to love somebody, but you should never fall in love. As a matter of fact, I believe falling in love is like an evil in the Bible. Like you can't fall in love with someone. 
Being in love is what is what's going to get you killed. And it's it's like the same story throughout history. You look at some of the most prominent men in in history, they've all fallen due to being in love. Okay? Being in love. As a matter of fact, the um what was that story from uh from what's that what's that fool's name? William Shakespeare wrote the uh Romeo and Juliet. What ended up happening? They were in love. They took each other's lives. It'd be different if Romeo had some side chicks on the side and Juliet was the new chick on the block. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to knock her down. No, Romeo was young, thought he was in love. It was willing to die. And I believe he, I believe he killed. No, no. Somebody killed. Tabolt killed Mercutio. They got people killed in the process. I, remember, I, I vaguely remember the story. But that's what gets people killed. You look in Star Wars, Anakin Skywalker, because he was in love with Padme. Sorry to digress. Because he's in love with Padme, he ended up taking drastic measures and thinking he could save her, take the easy way out, become the most powerful ruler in the galaxy, and he got played. Being in love is not a joke. I've, I've come close to being in love. I'm not going to lie. Came close, but I snapped out that real quick. Being in love is not something you want to play with. And I believe also being in love or like there was a woman that throws a monkey wrench and everything. I believe that was also that had something to do with Cleopatra. She had some type of relationship with Julius Caesar and she waged war. Like It's just it's just insane to be in love that much. I don't think I've sent 65,000 text messages since I've had my phone. I'm being dead serious. I'm really not that social on my phone. Um, what kind of dick was he giving her, man? I'm sorry. Sorry. Excuse my language. What kind of D was this dude giving her for 6,000? Or maybe, you know what? Maybe she's never been with the dude. Maybe um, maybe like it's it's her first time, so she wants this to work out so bad that like Cause like I used to do this, like, and I used to, actually this is how I lost a lot of the girls that I, I've been with. Like, I would just, it just I get a girl's number, and immediately from first date wouldn't even happen. I wouldn't even text the chick yet, but immediately I would just start thinking, man, it'd be cool to to hang out with her. It'd be cool to take pictures with her. It'd be cool to just lay with her. It'd be cool to. To, to just sit there and talk about life. It'd be cool to meet her parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to take silly pictures, more silly pictures. And I'm going to get to, um, we're going to go on road trips. And uh, we're going to take cute holiday pictures. And I'm going to I'm gonna get to watch her. And uh, uh, she's going to wear yoga pants. Oh, it's going to be great. Though That was my thought process from like 14 to about 21, 20, or like 20. And, like, I would immediately start texting these girls over and over again. I'm like, yo, am I getting this, this reciprocation, man? I, I'm, not, I'm not picking up what you're putting down. No, the problem was I wasn't living in the moment. This chick was thinking she probably had her whole life planned and was like, that's it. This is the guy for me. And the dude was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. This, this, this is insane. And the fact that you want to bathe in his blood, I believe that's like a form of, like, demonic some sort of like demonic sacrificial bull, man. Like these chicks, look, look, 
I think a lot of the women in society need to be medicated. They, they, they need help. I think most of I think most of the women in society are crazier than what we think. I also think that dudes are also crazier than what I, than what they think. I'm sure this has happened. You know, I'm sure they've had dudes. That, that's why you in movies you see those guys who like break up with their girlfriend, and their girlfriend breaks up with them, or they're 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 obsessed, so they stalk them. And there was a movie where a dude had like a boombox on his shoulder, started throwing rocks, and was professing his love to the to the to the girl. Like all that all that shit sounds cool in the movies. Looks cool in the movies, but but at the end of the day, it's not. So, and then she said, "What did she say?" Something about like, "Well, if he's not gonna love me, well then I'm gonna go back to my ex boyfriend." How can you go back to your ex boyfriend if he's your ex boyfriend? You're at a, you're a, you're a, you're an ex for a reason. These broads are nuts, <laughs> and they found a butcher knife. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> he's at his job. Like, hey, uh, hey, Seth, you want to come here for a second? It's like, yeah, 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 sure. Hey, so there's a there's a woman outside, man. Do you know her? Like, looks over, looks over the dudes. He's like, oh, fuck, oh man, what, what, what? Who is she, dude? I took her out on one date. She won't leave me alone. Ha ha ha! You sure got a tiger? No, 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 I don't have it. No, she's been stalking me. What? She's hot, man. What? The, I thought you like crazy chicks. Yeah, crazy in bed. Oh, you didn't hit? No. Oh man. <laughs> like that's how it goes. <laughs> well we don't know i don't know if he hit man that was in the you know that, that probably wasn't something that was presented in the case that was important but i i think it's important for me to know this dude's got the uh what was that what was that ludicrous what was that ludicrous song called amazing ow baby i got the potion <laughs> he got the po- whatever he got man and i also i thought when, when she said i just want to love him Immediately, I thought about Jay Z's "Give It to Me" when he was. No, I just want to love you. That's what she wanted to do, but he ain't trying to love your ass back. Oh man! Ah. When I read this story, I was like, I, was like, I had to talk about this because like that doesn't make sense. And I used to want, I used to want a crazy like chick. I used to want a girl who I could drive crazy and have her be in love with me. But after this, like I said, I just deleted my Bumble, and I, I want no part of that. Online dating is cool. I'm better off meeting a chick in the produce section or something, or maybe going to Target in aisle seven and asking her what kind of toothpaste she uses. That way I can look at her and say, okay, she might be a little, mm, I don't know, I don't know. But fact of the matter is online dating is overrated. And, I, it, and it's, just, it's, just, it's just not what it used to be. Like I remember just, just briefly, I remember I, I met a girl on Tinder and she... I ended up driving all the way to Overland Park, which was stupid on my part. And she worked at this place called Pinstripe. Meet her in these sketchy-ass apartments. I go into her place. Her place reeks of weed and, like, probably some other illegal activity she's been doing in there. And I remember I had a Snapchat, and I put her on my story at the time. And my friend Cam, first of all, shout out to Cam Johnson. My friend Cam goes, bro, I know her. I said, what do you know about her? He goes, dude, leave. Like, get out. That's what he said. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So I decided, you know what, man? I'm not going to let Cam rule my night. I'm going to go ahead and chill with this chick. Well, then her roommate comes home, and her roommate ends up being like a drug dealer from Buffalo Wild Wings. And she told me the process and how she did it was that she would give the people her wings, and she put the weed under the wings inside a little plastic baggie, and she would get some big, big, huge tips. 
huge too. This chick came home with like I, I can't even count. I don't I don't even want to know how much money she had, but it was a lot of money. Long story short, I could have been killed. And um I'm I'm never doing online dating again because this is probably what it's gonna lead to. It dude probably didn't even touch her, and she still acted this way. So either he's got the Midas touch or good D. But at the end of the day, the world may never know. <laughs> oh man. Here's another story that I found. This is this is a good one. Uh, found this on Twitter. That's where I find a lot of my my uh, information. It says here, sexuality expert says parents should seek consent before changing baby's diaper. Hmm. In an interview with ABC, sexuality expert Deanne Carlson said it's important to teach children that their response matters for from a young age, and provided an example of a parent asking their baby for consent to change their diaper. Hmm. While some people agree that teaching kids about personal autonomy from a young age is crucial, others take issue with the suggestion that a child can provide consent at all. So let me get this straight. As a parent, you know, you're supposed to have uh, you're supposed to have control over your children. And I understand giving your kids freedom, but there's also parameters. So what you're saying is, or what she's saying is, is that you have to ask, like, if your child says no, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm not taking it to these extremes, but if the child says no, like, that's a sanitary thing. You have to do that. You're not just going to let your baby sit and shit all day, are you? Or sit in its own pee. Right? Like, what good parent does that? Like, there's parents who do, who, like, that. that isn't that like, because well, kids don't know any better. You have to teach your kids what's good from what's good and what's not good, right? Like, I, I, I would imagine so. To, 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 for me to, for you to walk up to your kid and say, can I change your diaper? What if you don't get a response? What if the kid's like, no! You just let the kid run off and play with other kids while they're sitting in fecal waste? <laughs> what you should here's the thing i think as kids get older you have to you can relinquish a little bit of the control that you have over them from the time that they from their when they're children you can kind of sort of loosen the leash up a little bit depending on what kind of kid now i don't have kids but this is just kind of sort of how i was raised i noticed that as i got older and older i i was able to do a little bit more got a little bit more freedom and i could do what i wanted to do uh, until this point but not once, I, at least as far as I know, that I could remember. My mom never asked me, do you want me to change it? No, she just did it. Whether or not I cried, well, that's like, so then what's what's next? You're going to have to ask your kid now, do you want to go to bed? Do you want to get your nose, uh, the boogie sucked out of your nose? Do you want to eat? Do you want, do you want to take a nap? Do you want, you know, do you want, you know, what? No. What these kids need nowadays is they, they, they need, more structure uh, i've seen both ends of the spectrum of kids who really didn't have parents who were controlling versus kids whose parents are controlling and then there's kind of parents who are in between um but 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 no that's a san that's a sanitary issue now i maybe i'm reading a little too much into it but i couldn't 
I couldn't fathom letting my kid just sit there, you know, because kids don't like their diapers changed anyway. But at the same time, doesn't that cause some sort of like bacterial, like a like, isn't that how diaper rashes started? I, I don't know. I have to look that up, but maybe I won't because I don't really care because I don't have kids. Thank God. But now this woman is talking about, yeah, we're going to you're going to give your kids some rights. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, we're going to no. And also, if you see the chick, this, this woman has pink hair. Nothing wrong with women with pink hair. But when you're on a national stage like that, you look crazy. And I, 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 I can't see myself asking my kid for any permission because you see what's happening now is now you have kids that are walking out of schools. You have kids who are uh, rebelling against the government or so they think they are. Now they have voices and, you know, they're, 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 they, they, they just, they seem to know it all. So can I, oh man, see, I just got a text message. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Let me see here. Oh, it's from Ron. What's up, Ron? Wish you could have made it. Now you totally ruined my podcast. So I can't, I can't, uh, can't edit this out. So I'm gonna just keep going. I'm gonna keep going anyway. Damn it. Where was I at? Anyways. Oh yeah. Back to the kids. Yeah, you know, kids already think they have free autonomy to do what they want to do anyway. So you're going to raise more of these independent thinking kids now to overrun their parents, you know, and to learn things. And rather, and then it becomes, it doesn't become parenthood. It just becomes like a partnership. It's like then you live, you literally live with your roommate. You have to ask your roommate for consent. That's the, yeah, you ask your roommate for consent. You ask a woman that you're with for consent. You ask a dude that you're with for consent. You ask your parents for consent, but that kind of relationship, that dynamic is going to set up. Now, I understand teaching your kids that to teach your kids to know, you know no means no. Yes. means you know what I'm saying? I'm just giving my I'm just giving my take on this, but makes zero sense whatsoever to have a kid. Just sit there. That's gross. It's disgusting. And again, I will never listen to a chick with colored hair unless it's Miss Allred. Hello, Miss Allred. What up, Miss A? Shout out to Miss A. Miss All Miss Michelle Allred. She's good. She's good people, man. I will listen to her because she actually knows what she's talking about on a lot on a multitude of subjects. But this woman's crazy. And and and, and I think they said she's a oh, he's about Ron's about to text me again. <laughs> now I thought I turned this down. He's getting ready to text me. Yep, here it comes. I see the bubbles going. I've never had a podcast interrupted before, but this is a first time for everything, I guess. <sighs> oh, yeah. Let me get back to what, what, what the woman was talking about. Um, she's a sexuality expert. Yeah, sexuality expert. I'm not seeking consent to change my kid's diaper. You either want your diaper changed or you're going to get your diaper changed. There's no in between. Oh, he didn't text me. Okay. There's no in between. There is no there is no consent whatsoever. I'll teach my kids right from I will teach my kids right from wrong. I will teach them the ropes in life or try to, at least to the best of my knowledge. But no, I will not let my kid run my household. Because before you know it, they're going to start negotiating things. They're going to start negotiating cookies and they're going to start, you know, like they're just they're just going to think they run you and they don't. But uh, that woman's bugged out of her. She, she, she's just bugged out, all right? So I came across this article that I found to be pretty interesting. Um, 
And this, and this one, this one hits home, man, because this is in, this is this is near my 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 state where I live. Um, but it's not surprising. So according to Mr. Dion Leffler of the Wichita Eagle, uh, who has an article in the Kansas City Star, pretty good reads, uh, says here new law: Kansas cops can't have sex during traffic stops. Word. Word. Like really. Uh, that, that, I thought that was a no-brainer. So, I guess when they say protect and serve, there's an invisible ink in there that says protect and serve right after that your sexual proclivities. <laughs> serve yourself. <laughs> serve the D. Like, come on, man. And you know what? I, I, I can see cops, you know, because I, I also think that women are going along with it, too. I can see women going along with that. Like, man, a man in uniform is pulling me over. This is my fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Cops got, a, <laughs> cops got his hand on his holster, and she's got her hand reaching down her pants. And he's like, whoa, whoa, don't shoot. Don't shoot. <laughs> Anyways, man, no, I know that was stupid. Anyways, uh says here, a new Kansas law makes it a crime for police to have sex with people they pull over for traffic violations or detain in criminal investigations. The new law bans sexual relations during the course of a traffic stop, a custodial interrogation, an interview in connection with an investigation, or while law enforcement, while a law enforcement officer has a person detained. Wow. I would have thought that was illegal. Well, it's not even about it being illegal. It's just, that's kind of like common... Like I don't know, that's like how you conduct yourself at your job. Like I don't, like I, I can see this happening like in corporate America. Like sex in the cough in the in the in the in the copy room or whatever you call that. That happens all the time. Like I've seen that a lot on TV shows. But like for a cop to pull some woman over, and like what would make him in his right mind think you know this is a good idea for me to abuse my power and authority. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this chick over, and I'm gonna get some dome in the back seat. Never has it occurred to me that a cop would think like that, but apparently they they think like that here. Um, and I think a lot of the women they go along with it. They want to get out that ticket somehow, right? I mean, they you know, got to do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, but shame on the cops who are abusing their power in this way. Uh, that's definitely not. I, now, if you can show me. Where like I, and I wonder if that's like a like a code amongst the police like they're like yeah man so I just pulled this chick over this is my second time pulling her over this week got some you know got some good good from her you know what I'm saying it's like come on now I can't I can't and I can't imagine being a cop especially like if you're a black cop and you offer that because you know like I'm sure a lot of a lot of women have fantasies of a a big black cop pulling them over and they're asking themselves knowing damn well that they could possibly pull they they could easily pull off the ticket they could they could easily pay for it, but like you know what i'm gonna play hard to get i'm gonna flirt with this cop and i've had a friend i remember one of my friends uh, she got pulled over and i was in the car with her and she got out the ticket uh i think we, she, we, we were just leaving the pool and i swear she got out the ticket only because she had a bikini on and her boobs were hanging out and uh it is and like when, when we got pulled over she actually took her shirt off and that's when the cop was like Whoa, hey, how's it going, guys? I was like, you perv. I don't want to say the officer's badge number, but he knows who he is. If he hears this, he probably won't. But, yeah, she got us out of the ticket. And um, 
he kept he kept asking me like he was like so uh have you been drinking i said no i haven't been drinking he goes has she been drinking i'm like no she hasn't been drinking and he's like huh you're a lucky guy man <laughs> he goes if i was if i was 20 years young oh, oh never mind never mind never mind just get back in the car and i'm like the hell's wrong with this guy man he had that little stupid john cena buzz cut you know what i'm saying he had, had the stupid the little uh the and then like the he had a stupid mustache too and he had glasses and uh Rather than like him sit there and like read her 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 rights or whatever, she got off with a warning and he continued to flirt with her. So this isn't surprising to me at this point. But now you got police officers taking their nightsticks and shoving them where the sun don't shine. <laughs> and I can see women going along with that. I could I could definitely see that happening. But in Kansas, I wonder how many people they let go, like. For traffic violations, or like you're a person of interest in a murder, right? And then like you're just you're in the little interrogation room, and you know, imagine how that would go on Law and Order. Like, can you imagine like Ice T detaining a woman in the in the in, in the little room, and like he's like he's asking like like the only way she can get out is if like she has sex with him. Like, first of all, because Ice T's voice is very distinct. So like, all right, so check this out. This house gonna go down. All right. So you gonna tell me what you know right now? The girl's like, I don't know anything. I'm not telling you. Oh wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. I killed him. Are you sure? You you said you killed him. Yes. How do I get out of this? Ice T looks around. All right. So here's what I'm gonna do for you. All right. We gonna go to the back. You gonna top me off, and I'm gonna let you go free. All right. <laughs> That like puts a twist on all crime shows. It truly does. You number one, you're not supposed to fraternize with criminals. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. They're breaking the law, and you're blowing their back out. <laughs> like on a routine traffic stop, a cop's just like, "Man, I hope I pull over a bad chick today. If she's an eight, I'm definitely going for it." That's that, that's that's bogus. That is so bogus. And there's no reason why that should be happening. But I guess it does in the state of Kansas. Now they've made it a law. But uh, what they're saying here is that the law was actually made um, in the midst of a person, I guess, like they were sexually harassed while in police custody. And like this isn't the first time. I remember reading another story where this is this is kind of messed up. But there was a guy, there was a Chicago cop who's like a who's like a 23-year veteran who had a person that he took he, that was in his custody, him and his partner's custody, and they put him, and he for some reason he had to go to the hospital. So when he went to the hospital, the nurse left him alone, his partner went to go get some food, and according to the to the victim, he said that the officer started rubbing his feet and looking at him dead in his eye. And he's like, what, the, what, what are you doing? And he goes, and he says something like, just, just relax, just relax. Then he said he took his sock off, started sucking and licking on his toes. And I'm like, dude, why did you not call for the nurse? And uh, made his way up to his to his area and started performing stuff there. And so then the dude said, like, and then oh, but while he was doing that though, the cop had him handcuffed to the to the hospital bed. That's why he couldn't do nothing. Then after they got to the hospital, the guy said he had to use the bathroom. 
And for some reason, the guy's partner wasn't there again. And he went to the bathroom and he raped the dude. So puts a whole new meaning in the terms protect and serve. Because uh, you, you, you're serving D. All you, this is the difference between good cops and bad cops, obviously. Uh, you got bad cops who do stuff like this. But I felt like this was something I only seen on TV shows. Never in a million years would I think that a cop would want to just out of nowhere just whip his nightstick out and go to town, you know. Uh, heaven forbid if she, especially, but if I if I was a cop, I couldn't see myself doing that. I, I would I would definitely be like, all right, she's fine as hell. I could at least get her number. Because especially here in KC, dude, chicks are suckers for cops here, man. They are, like, for real. I, I about, I about, I was, I wanted to be a cop. Or at least get a cop's uniform and walk around Westport. They get dude. Chicks in KC love cops. I've seen one of my homeboys. Uh, my homeboy's a uh, cousin. He's a cop down in Westport. Man, he told me he pulled so many chicks down there without even trying. Like, they walked up on him. They gave him the number. And he hit him up like his shift was over at about like two, three in the morning. Hit him up right after that, man. Or they would hit him up and say, "Come through, bro." We went through there and. Tore it up, man. I just talked to him recently. So I guess being a cop has its perks, too. You got to protect and serve, and you're a hero. Everybody loves a hero. But, you know, still, cops, you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that, man. Put your nightsticks away. Okay, protect and serve. Get the bad guys. Don't get with the bad girls. But, hey, I'm not, I'm not a cop, but, yeah, this, this is a... Uh, <laughs> This is really something. Mailbag questions. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. These are just a couple that I picked out that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, how do you think the Chiefs are going to do this year? Will they win the division, win a playoff game, eat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? What are your expectations? Well, if you're asking for my biased opinion as a so-called hater, I think the Chiefs are going to I think they're going to be knocked out first round in the playoffs. I mean, it's just a given. It's just, I feel like that's just an arrowhead curse. I don't know what it is. But for the sake of um, – let me take off my trolling hat. Let me take it off. It's off. Um, in all seriousness, I see the Kansas City Chiefs – You know, here's the thing. I can't tell you how they're going to do because I think the AFC West is going to be a much more competitive division than what people think, although I think they won't be as competitive as – as competitive um, as the NFC East, but here's the thing with the Chiefs, and I've said this time and time again in my head, and to me it makes sense. What you're going to see is a different Kansas City Chiefs team. You're going to see a team that's going to be able to put points on the board. You're going to see them. They're they're probably going to be top, I'd say top 10 in offense. I I, I could just, I could, I could just see that. They're going to be top 10 in offense. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to sling the ball all over the place. He's going to hit multiple targets. They're probably going to lead the league this year and in, 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 uh, passes downfield. So I think I already answered this question. I think I already but I mean, they ask it in a different way, but um, you're going to see a different team. Now, this, the Chiefs team that I'm used to seeing is usually a Chiefs team that has a mediocre offense and an above average defense. I think this year you're going to have a exciting offense, but a not so great defense. 
if, if that makes sense. Um, I don't the, I believe in the draft, the Chiefs didn't even address the cornerback position, at least to my knowledge, they didn't. Um, which is something that I would have I would have drafted heavy on corner unless they truly believe in Kendall Fuller, who I think Andy Reid said will be playing the slot. He's not gonna move him to the outside. I'm not sure who I think Philip Gaines and or maybe they'll pick up some free agent. Hopefully they don't pick up Darrell Revis again, though. Um uh, like I said, I think Kareem Hunt's gonna replicate the season that he had last year. That's gonna help. And, and, and Patrick Mahomes is gonna need that. That's gonna definitely help him because if you're stacking eight in the box against Mahomes and you're forcing him to throw the ball quicker than he wants to, that's the thing. He's not accurate when you, he's he's not accurate when asked to make quick decisions. He's not as accurate. Now, if you give him time in the pocket all day, he's gonna he's gonna complete that pass because he can he can put the ball in tight windows like no other. Um, and I think the Chiefs, in hindsight, I thought that the Chiefs made the wrong decision and that they should have gotten Deshaun Watson. But given the type of quarterback whisper that Andy Reid is, he's looking at Mahomes. He's got the size. He's got the strength. Uh, to me, if I could give him a comp, he's kind of a mixture between a Brett Favre and a Donovan McNabb. So um, he, he's he's the, he's the real deal. I think Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. I think he's a solid. He's definitely a solid quarterback. The first time ever, I think the Chiefs have found a franchise quarterback, and this is that. That's that's definitely this guy for sure. Um, Tyreek Hill is going to have a uh, going to have a, a pretty good season this year as well. I think. What's that other guy's name? Uh, the slot receiver, Chris Chris uh, Conley. Chris Conley is going to have a good season as well. I mean, you look at everybody on that. You look at their starting four receivers, which I believe is uh, was it Tyreek Hill, uh, Sammy Watkins. Um, Dat and Chris Conley. Those are well, if I guess I guess DeAnthony Thomas isn't a starting receiver. He's like a gadget guy. But on average, I mean, that's like a four-four at the receiver position. Then you have Travis Kelsey to hit in the deep middle. Um, or to help bail out Mahomes. So with them losing Derek Johnson, we're not I'm not really sure how Eric Berry's gonna do this year. I think he's gonna be solid. He's gonna pick up where he left off. He's just gotta stay healthy. Because he's such a he's such a I think he's one of the better in the box safeties, in my opinion. Um I used to try to I used to compare him and Earl Thomas and ask myself who's better. But you know, me being being a troll, I always say Earl Thomas was better just because Barry's a chief. But if I could pick a, a better uh, an in the box safety, like I think that Eric Barry, if when healthy, I think he's a better in the box safety than uh, than Cam Chancellor. Uh, because Barry has really good instincts when he's looking for the ball. Um, I think he's a he's definitely a sure tackler. I've seen Cam Chancellor miss some tackles too, and uh, over the years it's getting worse because he tackles with his head. He, he leads with his head, which is why it's leading to a, a series of spinal issues that he's having now and neck neck issues. Um, but I think the, I think the Chiefs can make some noise this year. Now, do I think they're going to win the division? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I think I picked the Raiders to win last time, but let me switch it up. I'm going to go with the San Diego Chargers only because Phillip Rivers is the best quarterback in that division. Um, I think that they have the best defense in the division. I think Casey Hayward is stepping up as a good corner. Uh, you have um, Melvin Ingram. I think, is it Melvin Ingram or Marvin Ingram? Anyways, one of the dudes, man, he's a, he's a linebacker. Um, and then you also have Denzel Perryman who's playing well as, uh, also. 
Um, and then they just drafted Derwin James. So you have Derwin James and you have uh, – I almost said Eric Weddle. I'm tripping. Yeah, <laughs> not Eric Weddle. Uh, but you have Dur- – they just drafted Derwin James. So he's like – he's going to be their enforcer in the back end. And even though he's a rookie, he does a good job of, of reading plays and um, can definitely stretch the field. Well, he can take up a, a part of the field and cover tight ends really well too. Um, and I, I just think, oh, Joey Bosa as well. Joey Bosa is a beast, man. Uh, to me, he jo- Joey Bosa is like a younger J.J. Watt. Uh, if it may be a little more nimble than him, uh, because you can ask him to play in a, you can ask him to play in a three technique. He could play the five. Um, I'd like to see him in a wide nine. But I mean, the Chargers they play a three four defense, so. All right, so that's that question there. I, I think the Chiefs will have a good they'll, – they'll have a pretty good season. I say that they're ceiling to me at this point. Again, I think I already answered this last time, uh, but I, this person just asked me again. Uh, their ceiling, I would say, is 10-6. The floor is 6-10. and 10. Okay. Um, next question here. What is your what, – um, what are the well, – why do you say it like this? Uh, what is the best album that you listened to so far this year? Um, hmm. I've been listening. I, I found myself listening to some artists who I've heard about, but like nobody, like Kansas City's not going to play St. John. Uh, they and, and they're not going to play Rich the Kid either. Uh, and if they do, they're going to play like New Freezer or Plug Walk. That's probably what they're going to play. Um, but those were definitely the two albums that I think surprised me. Now I also think J Cole. J Cole always comes out like you know what to get, you know what to expect out of J Cole. Oops, you know what to expect out of J Cole. And what I got from KOD was what exactly what I expected from his last album, uh, Forest Hill Drive. Especially the longer his dreads get, the grittier his his rhymes get too. So, um, but back to Saint John. I've never even heard of Saint John, but he's a he's definitely a, a album surprised me for sure. Um, Rich the Kid is a guy I've never heard of. I assumed he was just like another one, like another Uzi Vert. But I think he's better. He he had an album that I was like, okay, I can listen to this over and over and over again. Um, I think, uh, oh, Post Malone had a great album too. I thought his album was dope. I wasn't better than Stoney, but I think it was good. And I'm also looking forward to Drake's album as well as a Wiz's new album, which has been highly anticipated by me for like three years now. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to with music. Do you even lift? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh man. Um, how do you get your voice to sound like this? Dude, I was just born this way. Okay, I was just born with his voice. To me, in my head, I this is how I've sound my I've, this is how I've sounded since I was in kindergarten. So um there goes that there. Um Oh, this is this is also a this is a good one, kinda. Um, who's the goat? Who's the greatest of all time in the NBA? Well, I'm not gonna answer that question because I, I don't watch much basketball. But I have a question for people who use that term "goat." You say Kobe's the goat. You say LeBron's the goat. You say Michael Jordan's the goat. So, how can you have the greatest of all time? With three different people, one of them has to be better than the other. Now, if I had to rank the three, 
I'd say it goes Mike, Kobe, LeBron. There you go. Um, let's see. Rockets or Warriors? Who do you have? I have the Warriors in six. I'm picking the Warriors to win it in six. I think that they have great shooters. Um, uh, and I'm just looking at their matchup. I mean, and plus Steph Curry has had Chris Paul's number uh, for a while. He's been, I mean, and every now and then Chris Paul will get, he'll get Steph Curry too. But, um, I, I, I just think the matchup and I think the matchup to me and you have Clay, it all kind of cancels each other out. So I think everybody has to hit their shots uh, on time because, you know, and, and this is going to be one of the better series, um, I think, between the Eastern and Western Conference. I, I find that the way that the, the Cavaliers play outside of LeBron um, and I'm not really a I'm not a fan of watching him play, especially later in his career, because he never moves without the ball. If he's got the ball in his hand, he's he's unstoppable. But if he doesn't have the ball, he doesn't really set picks. And his defense is kind of overrated. I mean, he'll play, he'll hustle when he wants to. But other than that, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't find him playing really fun. But the Warriors and Rockets series is going to be one, I think, a great one for sure. Um, so you have Chris Paul up against Steph Curry, Clay Thompson up against uh, James Harden, or they could, they might switch. You have Draymond Green on Clint Capella, PJ Tucker, and you have, you know you just have just, just the matchups are something that I'm looking forward to watching. But I just think that the the Rockets are maybe one player away from being great, from to beat to dethrone the Warriors, and then after the Warriors beat the Rockets, they're going to kick the Cavaliers' asses in five, probably even four. So, all right, so that's uh, that's pretty much it for the mailbag questions. Thank you so much for asking. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Uh, I'm going to give a huge thanks to all those who have uh, supported me throughout this process, uh, all those who have subscribed, and even though even those who have taken the time to listen to the podcast and decided they don't like it at all. Uh, thank you too. You know, I mean, you guys definitely are contributing to um, uh, the amount of uh, listens that I'm getting and listens per episode. It's crazy. Uh, so again, thank you guys for spreading the word about this. I'm trying to make it. Make my way to the top uh, one episode at a time. I can only get better from here, uh, which is why I ask you guys, if you would please be so kind as to leave a rate or well, a good rating as well as a comment or, you know, just about anything, whether you like it, whether you don't like it. Um, and also hit that subscribe button. Like I said, I'm going to have some more content coming. I'm no longer in school because schools, whatever that song is, the school's out for summer song. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for coming along with me on this process. We can only get better from here. Uh, With that being said, my name is Christian Willingham, and this is the Willing to Go Ham podcast. Peace.